back, everybody, for another episode of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Bear Dudley, and I'm joined on the other video screen on the other line by Will DeFreeze. Will, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining me. Of course. Always great to be here. You, you shot me a text uh, on last was... minute's notice, and luckily, weirdly enough, I've got nothing to do. So I was like all over it. <laughs> Yes, it worked out very well. I, I appreciate you uh, accommodating my request on such short notice. Um, obviously, right here, this is Sunday Scaries and Circling Back Podcast and Washed Media's own. If you're listening to Club Cool, chances are you're already pretty familiar. But um, yeah, man, it's 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 good to have you back on. It's been several months since since you joined, and and Phil was unable to to get on the Poddington today. So uh, so we're glad to have you. All right, good to be here. Yeah. What's uh what's been going on? You've been been having a lot of circling back happy hours. Um, Sunday scary still rolling along. What's uh what's new over there? Been doing a lot of talking into screens, whether it's for work or for friends or just you know human contact. It's just like got to talk into the screen. So I've been doing a yeah. lot of that. A lot of taking the dog out for for some fetch. A lot of cooking and cleaning. A lot of cleaning. But other than that, my life's uh, been yeah, pretty yeah. normal outside of not being able to actually go to a physical location for work. But other than that, it's kind of business as usual. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to? Uh, are you, Are you going to brave a restaurant yet this weekend? No, no. I, no. I, I'm not brave enough for that. I think I'm going to wait at least a few more weeks. I don't have the yeah. I, like. We've gotten so much takeout that I don't really crave the restaurants that I want to get the most, and so I'm not like fiending to get back. The one thing I do crave though is just having someone serve me like a glass of wine or a cold drink. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. I just want to be able to sit somewhere and have someone bring it to me, and then me give them money in exchange for it. it sounds great. Yeah, the 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 uh, the exchange of um of you know of money for, for food and service is just really almost a foreign concept at this point. But, mm. uh, it does sound nice, but I'm with you. I don't think I'm quite ready to, to brave a, uh, a bold new world that is, that's sitting inside of a restaurant. <laughs> I'm skewing toward like being okay with, uh, you know, at home get togethers with people who I trust. Uh, but the, the restaurants are going to have to sit on the back burner for a little bit until, uh, until yeah. I can start trusting the yeah, greater that, good. I think that's, I think that sounds about the, that's where I'm at too. We're, we're probably going to do like a, a you know, a, a happy hour type thing, drinks with a, with a couple of friends, um, this evening actually. And the first time we did this about a month ago, you know, it was very rigid, social distanced <laughs> all the way. Like, you know, we were essentially holding up a, a Lysol can at each other the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think we might even bring some food into wow. the mix this time, wow. some sharing of the food. So it's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too crazy, but, but, um, we're going to see how that goes and, uh, and just play, play it by ear on the, uh, venturing out and in, uh, into an actual restaurant front. I mean, for the, for the few people that I have seen, it's been kind of nice not having the awkward, like, all right, am I hugging them? Am I shaking their hand? Am I doing a side <laughs> hug? It's just like, Hey, what's up? Nope. Not, not touching you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, obviously socializing kind of what we're talking about here has really, I mean, that's kind of been the, the biggest change in all of our lives, um, uh, with the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. And, um, you know, it, that, that's what has made this crisis so different. Usually something terrible happens and, and we're able to, to, to fall back into our friends and family and, and our, our escapes and our sports and all of that to kind of like take our minds off of, off of the bad things happening. Instead, this is, is eliminating all of that, which has made things really weird and, and definitely more miserable than, than usual. And, here on Club Cool, we've we've generally tried the last few weeks. We've really kind of tried to stay away from any pandemic talk. But I thought what we'd do today is kind of talk about how everything is changing the like our our shopping habits mm-hmm. essentially, and the way that we uh, are prioritizing the things that we buy, and then just kind of looking looking a bit forward to the future, how it might change things moving forward as well. So if you're ready, we'll just jump right into that. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so, like we're talking about, going out to dinner, it's pretty much gone. We're not going to parties, really. We're not hitting the bars. There are very, very few opportunities to go out where where numerous other people will see you for an extended period of time. And that is really, that has shown a very bright light on the fact that, like, getting dressed, even though it's a very individual act, one that we think about as, as a form of self-expression, it is 
it is entirely dependent on this outward projection. Yes. And if nobody sees a fit, did you even get dressed? It's the age-old question. I mean, it's the age-old question. We've been yes. wondering this since before, like even before. And it's like <laughs> you went out for a night and you were dressed to the nines, and then all of a sudden, like it was a dead night. It's like, well, I just burned this outfit, and I can't yeah, wear nobody, it. Yeah, if, nobody. If nobody flits you up in a kit pick, <sighs> it's just brutal. And so, yeah, yeah, it's been weird. Like I have not even thought about do, dressing up nicely for anything. I mean. In this entire time, I haven't really gone out in public that much. I haven't even, I've gone to the grocery store a couple times, but I didn't go to the mm-hmm. grocery store for seven weeks. For seven weeks, I stayed inside my place, went to the dog park, or went to like the pharmacy. I think those are the only places I went to. And what it did was it, it just completely took so many things that I wear on a normal basis out of the equation. And I've worn pretty much the exact same uniform this entire time, which is like a nondescript comfortable t-shirt, Lululemon joggers. And I don't like the only time I put on socks is to work out. The only time I even put on (laughs) shoes that require lacing up or like Velcro is when I'm working out. And other than that, it's just been slide in, slide out, elastic waistbands, comfy t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's, it's funny that you talk about putting shoes on for working out. I've actually, I I was like going into to the lockdown, I was kind of in need of like a new pair of shoes for the gym. And instead I've just like shifted every, all of my workout stuff to like being able to do it on a yoga mat. And so (laughs) I'm actually, I'm even shoes free for working out at this point. See, that's just don't need them. That sounds great. Like I've been, I mean, luckily for me, I Sally ordered this damn Peloton and I've been using it every day. And so that's been a great thing, but like, I'm also doing more laundry than I've ever done before because I'm changing clothes (laughs) numerous times a day. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the Peloton wave, man, that that is cresting. Uh, about a about ten days ago, I actually, and I'm not giving stock advice here, but I I did I did jump aboard the Peli train with a form of a of a small investment, and it's like panned out well so far. I like that a lot. Yeah, we've uh, we've definitely had that chat about whether it it makes sense to bring one in. Um, it's, it's all about the placement though, and we just we haven't decided that yes, we actually have a place where where it would be utilized and, and comfortable to, you know, to get on. Oh, uh, we, we got rid of our dining room table so we could fit it in a better <laughs> place. So we no longer have a place to host people when they come over for dinner. But also <laughs> since we're not doing that, we were like, well, does it really matter if we have a dining room table? Because we're not having anybody in our apartment anyway. So it does not actually yeah. matter anymore. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I mentioned like not even shopping for gym shoes ha- have, as far as clothes go, are you, I mean, are you even paying attention to to brands and drops and and what's out there, even if it, even if it's with a mind for for after this is all over? Or are you just have you completely just like turned that section of your brain off? Nope, it's never been more on. I'm window shopping okay. harder than I've ever window <laughs> shopped. I have not bought a lot because I'm like I don't know when I can ever wear this, but I have yeah. never window shopped harder. And I I, I emphasize window shopped because like. Like we've all said, these are weird times. I don't know what the economy is going to do in terms of affecting me directly. I haven't been severely affected yet, thankfully, but I just don't know. I mean, trust me, as someone who had a a bad time during like the the financial crisis back in the day, like I'm ready. I'm braced for it. And so like window shopping for me has been big and I've, I have made some purchases, but when I, I actually listed out all the purchases that I've made after I read your rundown. And I was like, okay, I actually don't feel too bad about this. I've I've had pretty good self control over two months of like sitting at home bored. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it is an opportunity to like to be online more than ever and to really just like fill the time with uh, you know shopping around online and looking at at clothes that that will someday make you feel good. So I, I I'm I'm right there with you. Like as far as how much I I'm looking around online and doing that type of window shopping. That 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 level for me has not changed. My my actual spend has dipped a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which is you know it's great. I, I probably could have you know I needed a, a couple months of of <laughs> of not spending. Yeah, it's a good it's um, a good governor that they've put on us. Yeah, so. and uh, but but what I'm what I'm noticing that I'm and this is this should come as no surprise, but the things that I am still that I have still snapped up right right away are things that I know won't be there if I wait two more months for, for this lockdown to really kind of like fade. 
Yeah, I had a moment like that the other day. I was, I've been, like I said, I've been wearing like these one style of Lululemon joggers pretty much the entire time. And I was like, I need to get more of these. So I went on a week ago and just to see if they were in stock, completely out of stock. And I was devastated because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to need a new pair. I'm wearing these too much. I mean, like I said, I'm doing a lot of laundry. So, I mean, these things get put in the cycle a lot. And just uh, yesterday I went on there again and checked it and they had like my size. And I was like, okay, I have to get this. Like, I can't let this go away or I'm going to kick myself when like if there's wave two in this fall and all of a sudden I'm sitting here with these ratty Lulu joggers that I wore the first entire quarantine. Like I want to be prepared for round two. Man, speaking of Lululemon, uh, you know, it, it kind of felt like 2020 we were, we were setting the athleisure to the side a little bit. Uh Like we, we certainly still had that portion of our closet, but it was, it was covered. It was taken care of. It was locked down and we were kind of moving on to to the next to the next wave of things. I would just say that athleisure was kind of like it, it, I remember back in the Grand X days. That's like we were wearing it to work All on the, the daily. All like the it was we we were very um, you know like gym looking performance wear casual heavy. I would say yeah. And if we were going to work still in 2020, I don't know if there would be as much of that. Now with the pandemic, I feel like athleisure has just like you know, bounced back with a vengeance. I just feel like, I feel like we're all glad that we had this giant athleisure phase because it's prepared us for this. But I think that once we actually start like participating in, you know, public gatherings and going out in public again, all of us are like, no one's going to wear athleisure in public anymore because we're all going to associate it even harder with lounging around the house doing nothing. So I think we're all going to be so excited to get dressed up that people are going to be taking like, I'm hoping at least I'm hoping that it does that to me. Or I could see myself going to Matzel Rancho wearing the same things that I've been wearing forever. So we'll see. I do think there will, at the very least, there will be a, a a period of time, whether it's a you know three weeks or three months, where people are are raring to put on all the stuff that they haven't been able to wear. Oh, it's like so it's, it's like in Austin when it finally gets cold out, and everyone like the first cold day, everyone's just getting a fit off because they yes. they've just been waiting to wear these clothes. And that's how I feel like with the first night out, if somebody has like a birthday party at an opportune time at like a restaurant, that's fun. Everyone's going to show up looking their best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, and when we're finally back, we're putting shame aside and we're just, we're, we're going for the kit picks. No shame. We're just asking, we're getting them off. No, no matter what, I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, no, 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 no. Here's my phone. I'm standing over in this corner. Now snap me up, bro. (laughs) I know like people are going to be just like begging for it, especially like, I mean, I've said it on circling back. Like I'm so thirsty to post an Instagram at this point, but I'm not just going to post one of like me in my apartment, like sitting here because I'm not doing anything interesting. And so I'm just like dying for it. I'm like, oh my God, can I just, can, can I just get some type of attention? Sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about home goods? You know, we're spending we're spending more time at at our homes and our domiciles. And one of the things we we've we've been spending a lot of time thinking about not only like home decor but just like house projects. And uh, you know that I'm 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 trying to think of things that kind of last from the from from the pandemic, from the lockdown. Like what are what are things that will stick with us? And yeah. You know, I, I, obviously people are going to want to go back out, do all that type, do do everything like that. But I, I, I wonder if we get get kind of attached to 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 home stuff and home goods and and start prioritizing those things a little bit more as well. We've definitely been uh, doing that. Like we we've been hardcore, not not necessarily immediately upgrading and pulling trigger on certain things, but we've been at least discussing upgrading a lot of stuff, and so. Like we're, we at least have the itch because we, we're here so often that we just want to look around yeah. and be able to like the things that are surrounding us. Yeah. I, um, so when I was in New York late last year, uh, I found a new favorite coffee shop in Brooklyn. It was called partners. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just this week I, I got my first shipment of coffee from partners that I ordered from them. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's like, that's, you know, I'm, so I'm, I'm finding these ways to to still spend on, on 
on wares essentially on on goods but that i can you know make the most of at home we've been making a ton of cocktails phil and i have have talked at length about like bar setups and and that type of thing um with a sonos soundbar is relatively new for us and i'm Ooh. i'm just like picturing like the the reemergence of 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 getting your own like kind of like media and your entertainment set up on point yeah um and it, it, like we kind of mentioned with the clothes a little bit, the stuff that I'm still snapping up is the stuff that I know is limited. And I've been uh, kind of like tossing around these ideas, like maybe these people with the home goods or the alcohol, like, like they need to include some of this limited exclusivity type model and put that in into the things that people are buying now. I mean, the, if you tell people that something is hyper limited and exclusive and that if they don't buy it right now, it's gone forever that's just such a big motivating factor. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, like if there was some, and and the the, the thing is a lot of these things that we're talking about with, with, with furniture, decor, alcohol, the really exclusive stuff is always really highly priced. Yeah. Which is different than in, you know, in the fashion world, right? Like a Supreme tea is 50 bucks. Yeah. It's not, it's not 500. Yeah. So it, that, that, I'm wondering if what if 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 over the next year or so we'll we'll see anything like that. Like if if any if any of these uh, other brands and other indus- industries will kind of adopt like this drop model of sorts. You okay. know, it's, it, there should be like a Casamigos, you know, deluxe that that they only make two thousand bottles of, and you have to stand in line at Total Wine. <laughs> you have to stand six feet away at Total Wine, <laughs> just like waiting for it. I mean, yeah, I. I I could see it going that way. I hope for me it doesn't go that way just because I'm such a victim of like the limited release kind of thing or not even like limited release, but just products I like that I know are going to, you know, maybe get taken off a site soon or something like that. I'm just like, all right, I got to buy it all right now before I regret it. And I don't know. I mean, for, for home stuff, it's like we've, we've done some addition by subtraction and taken things out of our place and done some donating of clothes, gotten rid of some like larger objects that took up room in our apartment that we just didn't like or didn't need or just thought was a bad purchase at the time. And we've tried to kind of like cleanse, but now I'm worried that now that we've cleansed everything, we're just going to start upgrading and like just buying crap we don't need because just out of boredom and out of just not having anything to do. It's just, it's just, it's the dangerous game to play. It is. Yeah. And, and even though this is, like I said, you know, it's kind of a, it's a period of time where you feel like you should be able to save money Uh at the same time. Uh, you know, at least I, like we, we are in relatively good spots right now. So you almost feel like a civic duty to, to continue spending something. Yeah. Um, it's like, I don't want to bu- go buy like a, I don't want to go buy. I, originally when someone, people were talking about stimulus checks, like the first thing in my head, I was like, Oh, well we need to upgrade our TV. But I'm like, I don't really feel like uh, stimulating the economy by buying like something from Best Buy. I'd <laughs> rather go buy something from like, I don't know. Like, I mean, this sounds like kind of like lame, but like, I'd rather buy something from like a local artist, get like an sure, accent sure. vase. That's kind of cool and reasonably priced and support them or buy some like new mugs and things like that as opposed to a TV or like a blender and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the mugs. I, I noticed that, that you were, you were speaking highly of, of some artisanal mugs on Sunday scaries. I, that feels like something right up the, the cool kids alley. Do you mind sharing? Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of mugs. I, I, for some <laughs> reason throughout quarantine, I've stopped drinking coffee and I have only okay. been drinking tea. And I don't really know why. I think it's out of laziness because we've got a uh, arrow press, and so I think doing the tea was just kind of nice. And I also think that I was, it was taking myself back to like our trip to England, which is like, I I mean, probably the last time we'll leave the country for a very long time. <laughs> and so I'm just like clinging to our travel. But yeah, dude, the mu- I mean, mug game has to be strong. We've got um, got a bunch of random mugs. We've got some from Coco Chispa, which is a designer, or a, I guess a ceramicist. I don't know, an artist uh, who Sally found on Instagram. She loves her stuff. And she I think she's doing a pre-sale right now for like a week. But yeah, are, are those, those the ones? These are the ones that Sally woke up to, to order. Yes, yeah, Sally woke like up early to out. order. She like I, her alarm went off and I was like, what are you freaking out about? She's like the mugs. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then a friend of ours growing up, she's also um, 
I mean, she's got a pretty decent Instagram following. Uh, she was my sister's best, one of her best friends growing up, and she has some nice ceramic mugs. Her name's Alexandra Cummings. If you look up on uh, Instagram, and then the I think the comfiest mugs are from like I regret not getting one in Breckenridge. Are just like cozy ski area or like national park. Just anywhere you traveled, just getting like a mug. But I never think like, oh, I want to travel home with a mug. That seems so touristy. But like yep. the mugs that I do have from random places are my favorite ones. So I'm I'm constantly torn on this. By the way, let me just so with the the ceramicists. Um, <laughs> will you say say the two names again? It's it's Chicha Coco Chispa, which is C O Coco Chispa C O C O C and then second word C H I S P A, and then Alexandra Cummings last name spelled C U M M I N G S. And How many times? Alexandra Weddings? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, That's okay. just like had, had to ripe for it. Um, <laughs> that, okay, so there's another. There's an Austin-based ceramicist as well whose mugs I I covet regularly, but they they're too expensive. Uh, Keith Krieger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm I'm definitely interested in looking up some of these other like artisanal mugs like that. Um, and then, to, yes, to your point about about the tourist mugs, you know, I mentioned Partners Coffee. I ordered two bags of coffee. I ordered a mug, too. It's just a really it's a great looking white mug with a really nice graphic on it for for partners. And I had my first I had my first cuppa uh, this morning out of it. And it was fantastic. And I'm but I'm always torn on whether to go with like if I just want to collect mugs like that or if I want like sets of really nice mugs, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, so I, I, I just, I think I'm going to have to just do a little bit of both. I mean, I'm drinking coffee every morning. Why not have a lot of mugs? Uh, maybe get like, maybe if you're going to do sets, you just got to get like a set of four. So if you'd have like yeah. another couple over staying at your place for a long weekend, you can at least all have right. like the same mugs and they can think that you have it all together. But you know, variety is a spice of life. Sometimes you got to reach in and just see what, see what you grab and <laughs> are about to there, slip There off. are, look, I'm, I'm, I, I can't lie though. Three of my tourist mugs in, in the, uh, in the cupboard right now are all from Dave and Buster's. Love it. <laughs> Love it. That's what I, that's what I spent my tickets on last time. I mean, it's not mugs. a bad thing. You know, you're going to use it. <laughs> Better than a stuffed animal that you just end up throwing away and feeling guilty about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I just uh, – you talked about this random stuff that we're looking at buying. Like I've got my eye on on, on two Acapulco chairs from CB2 right now. And it's it's like I, – I you know, I know how these places work like Crate and Barrel. Like, like they, they put their highest possible price on those things and then try to trickle out discount codes and do little mini sales until it finally like reaches some type of price point that – that, that hits a critical mass of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, like I, I know that that's how they have best that they have decided is the best way to, to monetize and maximize their revenue. But I, I just cannot help but think about like a, a place with an aesthetic that I really, for the most part, like, like CB2, like if I just knew those chairs weren't going to be there for the next two months and I just, <laughs> and I had to get them, or they're going to be gone forever. There's, I probably would have already spent the 500 bucks on them. Oh, like hundred percent, hundred percent. Just, uh, I don't know. It's just something I was kind of ruminating on and, and thinking about as, as, as we move forward. And, uh, and, and I expect some of these companies to try to get a handle on, you know, they, they, nobody's going to want inventory sitting for a no, while. Not it's, at it's, all. I think that, I know. think Memorial Day we might be seeing some absolute sales out there. I think that's probably accurate. We're waiting. We uh, we want to upgrade our our bedroom stuff, and and we're waiting because I don't trust. Like I'm not gonna pay as like the shipping. Like it's just way too much money anyway. And so yep. to yeah, I just can't justify it. And if they don't do a sale of Memorial Day, sorry, we're waiting until we uh, get out of our lease and move somewhere, and we're gonna buy something else. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, we've got a few more things to talk about, but first, let's take a quick break and hear from a sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, hey, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, 
Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. No awkwardness, and you don't have to leave the house. Right now, we've got a special deal for our Club Cool listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code CLUBCOOL. All you got to do is pay $5 for shipping and your first month is free. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code is CLUBCOOL to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice and we're very, very glad to have them sponsoring the podcast. Remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code CLUBCOOL at bluechew.com. All right, Well, and we are back. Um, you just mentioned sales, and that's kind of one of the other things that I wanted to talk with you a little bit about here. Um, I'm curious to... I'm, I'm curious as to what sales of the future begin to look like. I, it can't just be a never-ending race to the bottom, especially with, especially with clothes, especially with, uh, with fashion. You know, we're, we're, I feel like we've all got, kind of gotten conditioned to be able to wait for things to go to 50, 60, 70% off. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what that's going to look like 2021 and beyond as everybody kind of like, as, as not only, I mean, consumers will certainly be kind of tightening up their budgets a little bit, but you got to expect these companies to, to try to do something different as well. Do you think, um, or go ahead. I have, I have a theory. I, I, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, and, and I kind of mentioned it with the furniture thing. It's like, w- w- I see two different things with, from, from brands, whether it's, you know, high fashion stuff like Rick Owens or, or, or smaller, limited, more limited stuff like I may. And it's, you know, do do you want to produce a lot in hopes of selling a little bit of it at full price and then a lot of it at 30% off and then the rest of it at 60? Or do you just want to produce a smaller batch and and make sure that it all sells out at the highest price possible? And I, I, you know, I brands like I may and, and 18 East, and uh, you know, and, and assorted other ones, they, they they're they're limiting their growth by keeping the stock so short. But they they're also they've got revenue that they can kind of count on that's mm-hmm. steady. Yeah. And so I, I'm just I'm 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 very interested to see how that how that plays out. You know, especially next year, as brands kind of begin to adjust after the the fallout of 2020. So as a consumer. How do you feel about the idea of pre-ordering a product that has not yet been produced? Uh, so I'm I for purchases that are passive that obviously doesn't work as well. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, I, I I shop a lot, so some of my some of my buys are sale based or I or you know I, something I've been thinking about for a while that I I finally decide on or an event comes up and I decide that it's the right, you know, the right thing to add, you know, there's, there's all sorts of reasons why I might just finally decide to purchase something, but for something that I'm passionate about, for something that I know that I want, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in this, in the pre-order type deal. I've Um, seen it more, I feel like lately. And I feel like people are becoming more and more okay with it myself included. I did it. I did it for the first time. I crowdfunded a product on a website. Have you, have you ever shopped with Taylor stitch? Not personally, but I I know, I know the brands. So they, they always do this with some of their more expensive items. They release them prior, uh, for pre-sale so they can get funded. I don't know if they actually like kill a product if it doesn't get funded or if they just like fulfill like the small amount that they get and send them out. But I've never seen one of their products go unfunded, but I did this right mm-hmm. before quarantine and I bought a jacket. I saw the jacket and I was like, this is so up my alley. And then I saw like, okay, so I let's say I bought this in March and it said it wouldn't get delivered until May. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with a new jacket in May? And so I really had to look at it and say to myself, like, why do you like this jacket? Is this a jacket that you will wear 
on like when you're traveling because I mean you're not you're gonna have limited time to wear it in Austin. And so mm-hmm. I had to go through this whole thought process and finally I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy it. But if I'm like trying to shop for something, if I'm impulse buying something, I'm probably not going to do that kind of wait time. If it's like a sweatshirt right. that's not that expensive or a t-shirt, unless I'm supporting a cause or a person or something like that who I really want to support. If it's just some big company, I don't think I'm going to love the pre-sale stuff for just like an everyday yeah. drop. Right, right. Yeah, it, it works in very specific cases. Um, I'm curious with your with your jacket purchase from Taylor Stitch, did you have to pay for the entire thing on, on pre-order? No, uh, I paid for the entire thing, but they I got you get a discount when you pre-order it. Okay. And so I actually, I like that idea of it too, because they're offering it at a cheaper, uh, cheaper rate. And it also helps them because they know what kind of inventory to stock for these products based on how many people are pre-ordering them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And I expect a lot more of this look shopping and buying things. It's there, there is such a huge psychological aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, I, I, I regularly think about how, okay, well, this is a brand I really like their products are pretty expensive. Would I buy more full price if they just released their products already, you know, at, at, at 20% lower prices than they are. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would because there's something about knowing what they say a product is worth and then getting it for less than they say it's worth. Right. There's that, there's that game mentality of your, your, you're getting a deal to it. Yeah. So, so I, I definitely expect brands and companies to find more creative ways to make you feel like, like you're getting added value or a, or some type of discount while making as close to full price as possible. So one of the things that, that, uh, that Phil and I mentioned a couple months ago, um, there is a, there's a new online e-commerce shop called Moda Operandi. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you messed around with them at all? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I, I, I have seen it. I haven't been on the site in a little bit, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So they, they stock like very, very curated selections from, from, you know, assorted contemporary and luxury brands. Mm-hmm. But the, the really like intriguing piece of their model is that some of these big designers, like they've done it for Prada. They've done it for Bodhi. Uh, they've done it for Amiri. They show on the runway at the fashion shows. And then a large selection of those runway products are available immediately for pre-order. Mm-hmm. And the kicker is that you only pay 50% up front. So it, it, and, and then in three or four or five months or whenever the item is supposed to ship, it'll charge you for the second half of the item. And so even though you are paying full price for it, you get to guarantee something off of the runway that you love from the second you saw it. And, and you get to break up the purchase over essentially over the course of, of multiple months. Yeah. And so that's like a really interesting concept that I, that, that I wonder, you know, just stuff like that. I definitely think will will be, will be thrown out a lot more. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they, what brands come up with, because I think that like in terms of Taylor stitch, what I mentioned, I mean, that's a really good way of doing it, but I'm not going to do that every single time that delayed set, like that delayed gratification isn't going to work. And so like, yeah, I mean, I can see myself on Moda Alperandi getting in because I only have to pay half and then I'm like, whatever, I'll handle the other part later. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And you, so you can, you can kind of, it makes you feel a little bit better about some of these like higher end luxury purchases. And you know, you've got, it's, there's also the delayed gratification is, is, is kind of a a double-edged sword because it's nice to kind of have something to look forward to Mm -hmm. by the time it rolls around to coming in, it's going to be kind of like a surprise, a gift to yourself in a way. Oh, if you get that Uh, shipping notification, it's like better than like, it's better than a normal (laughs) shipping notification. Cause it's like, yeah, like I've been, I put in the work for this. I deserve it. Exactly. Exactly. But, but at the same time, you know, you're spending, you're spending some money to not get anything for a while. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, these companies are going to have to adapt too to customers not having the money to spend on it. Like, I mean, like we said, you and I were fortunate. Like I'm I'm very thankful. Uh, A lot, so many people out there aren't. And like they, I mean, people can't just, I mean, they can not buy designer clothes and make it, make it buy, but people like to buy nicer stuff a lot of the time, especially when they're, especially when they're bored and they're window shopping. And it's, so these brands are going to have to figure it out. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Well, and and I mean, even some of the, the, the stuff on the lower end, whether you're talking about, you know, fast fashion like Zara and H and M or, or just 
even things that are that are a little bit more um uh let's see attainably priced whether that's j crew or gap mm-hmm. that a, a lot of a lot of those companies relied on conspicuous consumption i would say people just buying a lot yeah. right instead of being very cons- consider considerate with their purchases mm-hmm. and the smaller brands the little the little guy that you want to support and then the higher end stuff where you know that you're paying a lot but you're getting something really quality that will last a long time like both bo- those two ends of the spectrum i think stand to do a lot better in the coming years than the mass produced stuff that just is is constantly on sale and that everybody can get at any time you know where you're just kind of like shopping to shop mm-hmm. yeah so totally agree yeah definitely um you know, and I, I we we're we're talking about ways that that brands can get you to spend a little bit more at a you know a little bit closer to full price without having that race to the bottom. And another thing that I I feel like I've noticed over the last few seasons, even before the pandemic, were a lot of these like big re, uh, e-commerce luxury sites like Essence or Mister Porter or Need Supply, offering you smaller discounts earlier in the season mm-hmm. to kind of. Ch- you get the item for more of the of the current season. You just don't quite as get as big of a discount on it. But I I expect to see a lot more of that as well. Do you are you the, are you the guy that calls when you uh, if you buy something and you see it goes discounted further a week later? I uh, yes, but totally totally depends. Like I'm fair about it. If my size is no longer there, okay, I'm not I'm not calling. Yeah, but my my rule is pretty much my rule is pretty much this. If I can send it back to you and reorder it for the lower price, then yeah, I'm hitting up I'm hitting up your customer service and asking you to make this easier on both of us. Yeah, we're making your life easy by just calling. We could just, you know, you could be paying someone to process our return and then ship out another one. You don't want to do exactly. that. Exactly. Let's make this a two-person right. transaction. Exactly. Yes, that's that's the that's the side that I that I stand on. If my size is gone or if I'm pat, you know, if I'm past the return window, then I then I'm, you know, I just accept it and I'm happy with, with whatever I pay for it. That's a considerate way of doing it. I think I'm, a, I, I've always been the type to reach out, but I'm going to adapt to your mentality. You have a very positive mentality toward it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, just a couple more things that we're going to jump into, but let's take one more quick break and hear from a sponsor again. Guys, cool kids. Living with chronic pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole lives. And I know a lot of our listeners probably have some type of pain that has prevented them from relaxing, sleeping, stopping them from exercising. Look, we're all finding new ways to be active under this crazy lockdown. And sometimes that can kind of tweak your muscles. So maybe you've got something ongoing for a few weeks now or something that you're just kind of now experiencing, something that that you'd never had before, hasn't improved with any of the treatments that you've tried. Well, enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovering, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFreeze CBD Roll-On, developed by Omax Health. It's non-prescription, triple-action pain relief. It rolls on. It's specially formulated to block the pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. Best part, 100% natural, CBD-powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application and relief lasts up to eight hours, much, much longer than the -the over-the-counter of the products. I've been doing a lot of yoga, as I've talked about on this podcast. Will, I know you've had your own own yoga journey at various points in your life. Oh, yeah. That can, it can really make different muscles that you didn't even know you had kind of act up. You're doing all sorts of twists and, and, and pretzel motions with your limbs. And that, that's honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm on like 22, 25 days in a row of this stuff and, and, uh, of the, of the yoga and the CBD cryo-freeze roll-on, that's been huge, just like on my joints, right around my knees, where I'm doing all sorts of weird pigeons and pretzels. It's been a lifesaver. So Omax Health is offering Club Cool listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-freeze CBD pain relief roll-on, plus free shipping. This, this discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com and enter the code CLUBCOOL. That is O-M- axhealth.com and enter the code clubcool to get 20% off cryofreeze cbd roll on and site wide 
athletes are using this, PGA pro golfers. I'm using it. So I'm, I mean, me and me and pro golfers, I, who could sell it better than us? Go look at the product reviews, 95% five-star reviews. You can buy it as a gift, buy it for yourself. No messy creams or horrible fragrances. Go check out the CryoFreeze CBD pain relief roll-on, omaxhealth.com. Enter the code CLUBCOOL and get 20% off site-wide. Barrett, I've got three things. i got three things next to our Peloton. A foam roller, a yoga mat, and Omax CBD. And I, I'm not <laughs> making that up. There's three things sitting in a stack next to our Peloton, and those are the three things. That's honestly, that is the full lockdown exercise kick right there. That's, that is all you need. The Peli, the, the yoga mat, and the CBD cryo freeze roll on from Omax Health. Thank you. Uh, thanks for, thanks, thanks for making me jealous of your workout kit over there, man. I know it's, it's a good thing to have. It's a good thing to have. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, last few things before we jump on out of here. Any trends that you want to predict coming out of this pandemic crisis? I mean, do, do, are, are, do you think that clothes and, and fashion and, and the, the, the fads, the trends, the moments in style, are they reflective of the world that we live in or the world that we want to live in? I mean, not to get too deep on you here, but. I, no, but that's fair. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know where I should put my faith in humanity. Are we all going to just like be chomping at the bit, like just waiting to get out and like get dressed up and, and change our ways? Or are we all just kind of evolving into this like kind of, you know, sloth lifestyle where we're just going to end up wearing the same things all the time because we're just so used to wearing the same damn things. Like you were, you were lucky. You got, you got your suit wear. You got, you, you got the new tux. You got it worn earlier in the year. I mean, are we, do you even foresee an opportunity to, to put on a suit or a tuxedo again this year? This is such a good question. When I saw that question on the rundown, I was like, that's a very, very good question. Because, <laughs> I mean, every event that I would need to wear a suit for this year has been postponed or canceled. I have nothing in the pipeline to wear a suit for. And so I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I don't, I don't, I truly do not know. It, it's entirely possible that the only time I wear a suit this year is like, at a swanky New Year's Eve party. And so I would just yeah. wear it the last day of the year. I, I think New Year's Eve is 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 maybe our, our last hope. Yeah. Like, I, I guess maybe if you're participating in like a, you know, I know some people are, are following through with their weddings and just kind of like doing it online, have, having people check in on Zoom and I, I maybe you'd throw it on. But man, it's just been so weird to it's been really weird to dress up at home. We've done that a couple of times and it's like, I'm out of those clothes within an hour basically Mm -hmm. because it's just, you just, when you're, when you're at home, you just want to be comfortable. Yeah. And I I don't like wearing jeans on my couch. If I'm wearing jeans on my couch, then I'm like waiting. I'm like, I'm waiting to go out and that's the only time because otherwise I'm immediately changing the second I walk in the door. Um, work from home is going to be, something that that that's one of those things that I think sticks with us. I I think that that will become even more popular than maybe it was the last couple of years. I think that companies will become far more flexible with, with, with where and and how their employees work in, in that regard. Oh, the power, the power is in the employee's hands now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that just, uh, you know, that means that, that we could potentially see getting more casual than ever. Mm Mm-hmm. At the same time, you got you got to wonder does does the fallout lead people to want to dress up like in the opportunities that they have to go out even more? So I could you know I can see like it, we're we're very much in the right time for something like Mugatu's two thousand spring two thousand and one derelict campaign, and uh, at the at the same time I I could also see it just being like like a ton of Gatsby inspired collections coming out where people are just putting on spats. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I want to get dressed up. I would love an event to go get dressed up for, but I'm also very hesitant. Any, any window shopping that I've done, I've been very hesitant to buy anything that is to be considered as like a going out shirt or something like that, because there's no way I'm going to spend more than I need to 
on something that's going to sit in my closet and get worn once this summer because I'm hardly going out to restaurants and things like that. And so just by natural selection of like my, my closet, I'm worried that I'm going to just revert back into this like super, super casual wear and then maybe just get dressed all the way up when it comes to like special events. Right. Right. So like, so, so you, so what you're saying there is, is kind of like the, the middle could be taken out. Yeah. You basically have, have stuff for comfortably working at home stuff for really getting dressed up and then you lose like, like the, the, the stuff in the middle. That's interesting. Yeah. I just, I don't see myself buying like high end mid range stuff that like I would wear to bars right now. I just, right, I can't right. see myself thinking of a sh- like looking at a shirt and being like, that's a great day drinking shirt, or that's a great shirt to wear to the bars on a hot night in Austin, Texas. I just don't see myself making that purchase. And I feel like I'm just going to rely on like the old stuff that I have to get me through the weird times. And then sure. once things start picking up again, it's like, okay, now I can justify like splurging a little bit on this shirt that I'll get more than a few uses out of. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it, it, it will definitely be, be, be a, intriguing and, and interesting going forward to, to see how that all shakes out. Maybe I'm thinking way too hard about it. Maybe nothing will change. And, and by this time next year, we'll all, we'll all just be getting regular, normal bar going kits off again. And, uh, and I'll look back at these episodes with, um, with a, ch- with a chuckle. Hey, we, we, we did what we could. I mean, I feel like, I feel like we were pretty good at uh, establishing some guidelines for this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that, that's all I've got on my rundown today. Once again, I, I very much appreciate you joining me on such short notice. And uh, is, is, are there any, any, any final thoughts that you wanted to drop on us before we get up on out of here or any, any plugs that you want to make? Ooh, I'll do a plug. I do. I'll do a plug, do a plug for this week. Uh, I will plug the Sunday scaries podcast this week. I did a very interesting episode for Sunday where I take everyone through like day one of thinking, all right, I want to start this blog to literally today. And I interviewed uh, the first ever writer for Sunday Scaries. I interviewed Dave Ruff. I'm sure people have heard of him before. And uh, <laughs> it, sh- it should be an interesting episode. And uh, yeah, it's, it'll be a good one. Right on. Yeah. Dave, are you, are, you, are you jealous of Dave's new Luka Don- Doncic uh, Nike Jordans? Yeah, he warmed to the grocery store the other day. I was like, <laughs> I yeah, Dave, is thir- he's thirsty to get these on his feet right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell I told him, yeah. I was like, these are the, those, those shoes are the opposite of the shoes that you can wear to uh, Matt Sell Rancho in the summertime, because <laughs> if you're sitting outside and wearing white sneakers with those graded tables, your shoes are just waiting for some salsa to get dumped on them. Absolutely. Yeah. You cannot, it, all whites do not go, do not pair well with graded tables um, that, that have, have salsa just everywhere on top of them. Yep. Yeah. It's a dangerous game. Um, are, are you guys, are y'all watching last dance? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. appointment television these days. Oh man. It's, it's been so awesome. Um, the, the, the way that it has boosted the, just the Jordan, like everything, uh, the, it's been crazy. Like all of the shoes have, have gone way up in resale price. They're just selling out all across the board. There is, uh, so I was a huge Dennis Rodman fan uh-huh. growing up and uh, obvi- like uh, the Rodman gear is hot as hell as well right now. I'm, I just have have in my watch list on Grailed. There is one of the the vintage Nike tees that just has his head huge on it in black and white, but the hair is colored neon mm-hmm. green. It's listed at eight hundred dollars. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Can we just like he he needed to like have some foresight and just start producing this stuff like again? I know and I know. selling it himself. God, there's yeah, there's just no way that they could have predicted uh, what what this is doing to like vintage Bulls merch and and just everything like that. I mean, See, you, you were close to it when you were when you were um when you were growing up. You were right there in the Midwest. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I actually I love the Bulls for a little bit because like Jordan and I like Jordan. I like Pippen. I liked Rodman. I liked them all, and it just made like I mean, I wasn't cheering against the Pistons or anything, but like I well, I, I mean, like to watch the Bulls. Were were you like were were you watching those episodes about the bad boys with just like a big proud grin on your face? I, I hate to say this, but yes. Even though <laughs> it's weird though, because I don't re- I don't remember any of that. Like that was all stuff yeah, that I saw yeah. in highlights, and so like it was just before my time. And so like, do I look back on it with a smile on my face because they brought some championships? Yeah, but like, am I like the fan who's going to defend Isaiah Thomas and all those guys for not shaking hands? No. Do I care that they didn't <laughs> shake hands? No. But if I was a Bulls fan, I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now that we're here on this tangent, I do have, I, I did want to 
ask you about one other thing. You posted a picture of you and your squad on Twitter. Yeah. How, how old were you guys in this photo? That was our sophomore year. So I guess of we high were f- 15. Yeah. yeah. One of the guys okay. was probably, he's a year younger. So I was, yeah, but we were about 15 years old. We were deep in, I mean, based on the stuff that I had on, I can really truly tell you where I was in my skate career at that point. And I can say that I was, that was like peak. That summer was the summer where we just would leave the house in the morning, go to the park, like go skate all day. Sun goes down, go home and just pass out. Like that's all we did. And we, none of us were good. We stunk, but (laughs) but we did it every day. I I loved the photo. Um, Your one friend with the Kappa jacket who I said uh, looked like uh, Liam Gallagher, Mm -hmm. just, I love that you guys were into the football and into the skating. Oh, those, those two things are so like hot now, like skating culture is so influential again. Yeah. And, uh, it's just not something, you know, like as passionate and, and every day as you guys were with the skating, uh, for us uh, in Houston, Texas, we had that same passion towards 15 inch subwoofers and, um, <laughs> and, and, and Swisher house. <laughs> Love it. I mean, yeah. To each their own. I mean, regional so, differences, you know, the, and those two things are, uh, the Swisher house and the 15 inch subs. Those have not come back into style yet. So yeah. I'm just waiting for my, I'm waiting for my day. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> I have, I have full faith. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can follow this podcast on Instagram at club cool pod. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. Um, definitely check out both of our sponsors, Omax health and blue chew. You're going to love them both. If you, if, if for some reason you don't need either of those great, great products, you can support the podcast directly on Patreon, patreon.com slash club cool. We'll have a new editorial for you very, very soon. Check that out. Thank you again to Will for joining us. Thanks to all of our listeners. Stay safe out there. If you do start going out and into the restaurants, just be careful, wash those hands, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>